an empowered woman who empowers women. Queen's Series Part 1. Welcome to Unpacking the Box. This is Linnea, your host. Hey, y'all. I hope this finds you all doing well. I hope you had an amazing weekend, you guys. Today is Monday, and your girl is back with another episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're new to me, I thank you for tuning in. I appreciate y'all for taking time out of your busy schedules to listen to your girl. I am back with another dope interview. I'm starting my Queens series tonight, part one. I will be bringing you some bosses, you guys, some amazing queens that are doing amazing things. I'm talking politics, doctors, like in healthcare. I'm talking um, the sex world. I'm talking um, the industry, the music industry, the dance industry, like you name it, I'm bringing it to you, you guys. We're going to get some information. We're going to get inspired. We're going to be encouraged and motivated, you guys. When we are done with this series, OMG. You guys just wait. But first up, part one Queen's series, we are talking to a beautiful queen. Check it out. All right, tonight, you guys, I'm here with my first boss queen. Um, she is so beautiful. I met her on IG. She's amazing. <laughs> She's a lifestyle blogger. She's a social media manager, and also she manages artists. She is amazing, you guys. I'd like to welcome Erica to the show. Hey, Erica. Hey, thank you for having me. <laughs> yes, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. I told you before, I really do love this show. You have a great platform and you talk about great topics. I'm excited for everyone you come out, whenever you come out with new stuff. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I always start off this way. I always ask my guests where they're from. So where are you from? I'm from Queens, New York, originally. Born and raised. Okay. New York. Yeah, for 25 years. <laughs> okay. New York. I've been to New York like a couple times. It's just too fast paced for me. Like, I can't. <laughs> yeah. After, after a couple years, I was done. You know what I mean? I do like, because now I'm in California, uh, I do like the Cali lifestyle. A lot more easygoing for sure yes i i have to i have been dying to get the cali like i just it just looks so beautiful and so nice there it really is i mean the sunsets and the sunrises and the night skies out here are just ridiculous amazing i really don't miss new york i hate to say it but i don't <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> all right so tell us about what you do tell us what you do so I first started off uh, with my husband's company, 90X Vision. He is the director and videographer for that company. They're a media company. So they create documentaries, uh, films, full-length films, music videos, commercials, things like that. Um, I am still a producer, quote-unquote, for him. So I do work and find locations, models. I'm on set for filming and taking behind-the-scenes photos and things like that. So we are a team in that company. But then also I branched out from that after meeting so many talented underground artists whenever he would go to do music videos. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, getting to know the industry, I now know certain people and we try and help push those underground artists into the spotlight that they deserve, I feel. Mm -hmm. So he does it in the way of music videos. 
I do it in the way of managing their social media. <laughs> so, and finding them performances and things like that. Because um, a lot of artists, they really are taking on so much. They are taking on their advertising. They're taking on, you know, booking their shows. They're taking on their stylists. They're taking on, they're like a one-man band for the, all of their talent. Mm-hmm. So it really does help to have a team. And so I started doing that. Um, and then... I also, this is very new, <laughs> but I started doing some photography for, like like I said before, behind the scenes stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm just kind of branching out and helping wherever I can with my husband and these artists. Nice. I love that. I love how you guys just, you guys are like the power couple. Y'all work together. I be seeing, I see the videos, okay? They're fire. I see them. <laughs> we work really well together. It's really good. Uh, we actually went to high school together, uh, performing arts high school. I used to be in vocal and he's in fine arts. And so when we, we actually met and started dating after high school, but nice. when we did meet, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. We were like, in sync with the vision of his company and how we wanted to help upcoming artists and upcoming businesses and like really create um, something in the entertainment industry that's reflective of the people you know what I mean Mm -hmm. well you guys are doing an awesome job you really are it's really yeah. fulfilling. I'm having fun. I'm having fun. So like this far. <laughs> yes. Now for artists, artists who may be like wearing their wearing their options as far as like when they're looking for management. Like how does your managing style like differ? How do you how are you how do you set yourself apart from the rest? So for one thing, I do understand that these people are up and coming, so they are struggling. So the one thing I say to look out for is when a manager is just like okay, this is my fee, period. So, for example, it could be $5,000 a month, period, whether you get booked shows, whether you do, whether you progress or not, I guess. Mm-hmm. And for me, I immediately tell artists, like, this is a teamwork. So I'm going to be investing my emotion, my time behind you because I think and I believe in you and that you can make it and make your passion into a career. Um so that being said, uh, instead of doing like a flat fee, I do percentage of any profit and on top of like a smaller flat fee versus just a crazy flat fee when you deal with like a company. Mm-hmm. And then I do like to keep the artists uh, educated in what I'm doing. So other managers or companies won't take them along the process. They'll just do everything mm-hmm. and kind of um, spill it out. I like to go step by step. I'm like, hey, I'm doing this. I'm posting this on this day because of this reason. I'm doing it at this time because statistics told me so. And this is where I found my statistics. You should dress like this because this is the kind of image that you're going for. We, I created a storyboard here. Look, you know, I mm-hmm. keep them every step of the way informed, which I feel like artists really need to be on, like, involved in everything that they do, especially in this day and age that, you know, so many companies are taking advantage. Mm-hmm. So I really pride myself in that separation. Okay. That's good, because you're, cause you're right. It's a, it, it is a lot of artists out there who really don't have control over their image and, you know, what they want to so do. And, yeah. It really is. Especially when I got behind the scenes and I saw how bad it was. Mm-hmm. It's just like these companies honestly see a potential in a person and then they just do whatever they want. They don't care about the mold that they originally came in or anything like that or their ideas per se. They just do what they want and you're like a puppet almost. Yeah. And I, I just, it didn't fit well with me. You know what I mean? So I yeah. like to keep everyone educated. Yes. So 
for artists, and I'm glad we're talking about this too, because I think this is so important. Now, for artists who are especially younger and they're just starting uh-huh. out, um, what advice would you give to them? Because I know a lot of times, and I know, I know, I don't know if you um, heard about the Meg the Stallion situation with her record label, all that drama with that. Oh but, my goodness! Uh, yes. <laughs> crazy, right? <laughs> the one thing that I would absolutely say is, no matter what, because one thing that record companies are doing is they're sitting artists down at a table. And they're saying, hey, sign this contract. We're going to work with you for five years or whatever the case may be. And you're going to be you're going to be our artist. We're going to push you, blah, blah, blah. Fine, right now, though. You can't take this home. You can't read it. You can't send it to a lawyer if you don't have a lawyer right now with you. Like, you just have to sign it mm. right now. Mm-hmm. Or they give you 10 minutes to read it. And it's a very large document. These professionals have, like, a little booklet of papers that I highly suggest everyone read the contract before they sign. So if they're going that hard with that pressure of it's now or never, I would honestly walk away, you know, mm-hmm. um, and get a lawyer and be like, listen, I'm sorry if you want me to sign right now, but I'm not going to. I think artists get so excited yep. at the like, hey, their shot is here that they ignore every red flag or every like security check that they should have, mm-hmm. you know? I agree. That's also why I think a team is very important behind the artist. You make sure your team has your back because whoever's with you in that room should definitely be saying, "Hey, don't sign without reading." You know? Yeah. I agree. I think I think just the just the fact of someone rushing you to sign paperwork and to make a exactly. deal should be right there. That should be red flag number one. Yeah. <laughs> it should be a huge alarm, right? Like, no, don't do it. I right. Know it's tempting. But no, they're basically like, hey, sign your life on the dotted line. We won't tell you your <laughs> right. you know. But hey, you'll be a star. Don't worry about it. It's very creepy. It's it is especially for like a young artist that just you know young artists they aren't thinking about the logistics and the and the fine print they're just thinking about oh i'm gonna be a star i'm gonna make all this money that's what they're thinking about but we have to you know getting caught yeah yes (laughs) that is so true (laughs) yep now what are some ways because i know you work with social media too what are some ways that people can grow their audience on social media Oh, be authentic. Be as authentic as you possibly can. Because now in the music industry, you are the commodity. You are the the business. You know what I mean? So in in an article I recently read, it says that um, to become an independent artist, you have to spend the same amount of time and money as you would to start uh, your own business, like Mm -hmm. a small business. Um, So people forget that you have to sell the public on you, not this fake image of you, because there's a lot of, you know, artists that go on Instagram and they pose with fancy cars or lots of money, mm-hmm. and they're not there yet, but they're just doing that for the image. Because, um, you know, everybody already wants to be there, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm saying um, people are more interested in authenticity now, and they want to grow with you. They want to, you're like a long-term relationship. They want to see you progress. Mm-hmm. So now is the time where you can kind of truly be yourself. And I think that will get you an authentic audience on top of that. People who would actually want to support you and see you grow and go to your concerts. Um, and also pay attention. Well, consistency, first off, should be second. Consistency. Because you can't just post something and then uh, wait two weeks and post again. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Instagram's feed is so saturated with content, you really need to post once a day if you're an artist that's trying to get any attention. Um, mm, that's and interesting. Of, and of, 
Yeah, seriously, it's a lot. I, for me, at least, it's a lot. I don't post every day. But for an artist that wants to get attention, it's at least once a day. And then, of course, it goes into statistics of what days or what times during the day. But that's why you would hire someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, um, yeah, just being authentic and checking the times that you post. Oh, and hashtags, relevant hashtags. Oh, yes. Don't forget the hashtags. (laughs) 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 But they have to be relevant because some people um, just put a jumble of hashtags that they think would attract people, um, but they have to stick it to what they're trying to portray. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so those are the top three, I would honestly say follow (laughs) okay now let me ask you this do you think is because i've heard this advice this advice was given to me before but i just want to know for i think you're the perfect person to ask this question do you think it's beneficial for a person to have like a planned type of posting like you plan your posts like how often you're going to post and on what days do you think that's beneficial yes actually so i for my clients i plan out postings by the month so okay. for one of my clients, I'm already, everything's planned until April. Oh, wow. Okay. So as an artist, because consistency is key. That's number two of like the top three things that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. You have to have content. And the only way to not run out of content is to be at least or a couple weeks ahead mm-hmm. or a month ahead um, of stuff. So photo shoots and all that scheduled in at one time. And that way you're just constantly posting out stuff and there's no kind of stop. Okay, cool. Okay, because yeah. I'm like I I I actually someone that I'm working with was telling me I should like plan post. So I was like I don't I'm just like a random person. Like I randomly would just start posting a bunch of stuff, but I'm, there's no rhyme or reason right now to my posting. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's very hard to switch into that. You know what I mean? Because Instagram in itself is a very social tool, so you're using it as an extension of you. And not necessarily like a, a business business. Like, I don't know how to explain it, I guess, but I totally <laughs> understand you. I like, me personally, for my page, I don't follow my structures because I'm not trying to be an artist. I'm not trying to right. get all of these eyes on me. I'm, you know, so my account doesn't necessarily matter. But if you're trying to break through in this Instagram world or social media world, then yes, you're going to have to stand up there with those competitors and they do if you notice they post sometimes three times a day mm-hmm. so a, a real company posts maximum three to five times a day so a person just to kind of keep up within that realm has to post at least once a day mm-hmm. and that's so that's so much to me but yeah it's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i i don't know i feel like if i if i'm put on a schedule that i'm gonna like yeah. mess it up like i'm not it's gonna mess up my whole like what i do <laughs> Like, I'll, I'll be the opposite. Like, I'll be, I won't be posting. So, it's so, <laughs> it's so you know funny. What, but most people can't do that, so they just hire me. You know what I mean? To hey. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's right. I might be hollering at you, though. I might have to hire you because I have no, I really don't have an organ. It's not organized. It's just pretty much do whatever. <laughs> oh, girl, I will hook you up. And I told you, I love your content. So, it'll be really easy to grab the target audience that you're looking for. We'll talk. Oh, we'll uh, thank you. Yes. All right. <laughs> So, all right. So, so, and while we're on the subject now, what are some, what are some mistakes that you see people making? Like, cause I know a lot of people hit like a plateau when it comes to followers. They can't get that. They can't get over the, like to the 2000 or that 3000 line or whatever, or you know what I mean? Like, so what, what kind of mistakes do you see people are making or what would you do differently? Honestly, there's so many and I'm (laughs) negative about it. Right, right. 
because um, I actually took courses for social media marketing or in general business marketing and specifically in the social media aspect of stuff. So um, there's a lot of stuff that people are kind of doing wrong. For one thing, the quality of the picture is very important. So just off the bat, a bunch of people are using kind of low quality cameras or low quality photo where it kind of looks like the typical cell phone photo kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So that right off the bat doesn't compete when someone else, when a professional company is using a professional photographer or like, you know, those serious cameras. Mm -hmm. And secondly, oh my goodness, people sometimes don't use any of the, the features that attract audiences outside of your friends list. So, for example, mm-hmm. when you post a photo on Instagram, you're supposed to put the location always. You're supposed to put the top trending hashtags um, in accordance to what you are and what you want to portray on that post. Mm-hmm. And those hashtags, the top hashtags change like every two weeks. So, you know, you're supposed to be on top of that like every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> put those hashtags. Yeah. And then the caption itself is just as important as the photo. Mm -hmm. So some people also mess up the caption, like they'll put too much or too little, (laughs) or they won't put periods or commas in the correct place, or the paragraph structure's off. And if it doesn't look pretty, to be frank, then Mm -hmm. people will just keep scrolling. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or even worse. Like I said, most of the people don't do what I just mentioned, so they don't grab anyone from outside of their friends list. Because the hashtags are meant for people not necessarily in your friends list, just Googling or searching that hashtag. You know, the location is for people that search that location, so not Mm -hmm. necessarily your friends, you know? Right. So little things like that that, honestly, they wouldn't know unless they took a class or they spoke with the agent or something like that. Right. I'm just I'm just learning to myself now because <laughs> it's like it's so many intricate parts to like using yeah, social it really media. Is. Like, and I love to educate. So I'm open. I'll say it because at the end of the day, also, it takes a, like it takes a lot to just even do it. I can say everything. I can explain everything to you. But then it's a whole nother level to actually get in there and do it correctly. True. Especially for those of us who are just set in our ways and we're doing, we've been doing, we've been doing like, we've been doing it a certain way. Honestly, for those with like a job, it's really hard when you're like an artist or like a, 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 you know, trying to build up your business. Yeah. And you have a full-time job and a family and other things, you know, and social media does take up a lot of time. So it's, it's really it does. I get that. It does. But it, but you know what? It is an investment though in your business. It really is because if it's used correctly, then it can really work uh, in your favor. I think it's the best thing that's ever come out out of, um, I guess our generation or our century. Cause it's really a great tool for up-and-coming businessmen and women to grow their company without nearly as much money as they would spend or as they would used to spend to grow a company. You know what I mean? True, very <laughs> true. like, Instagram is free. Facebook is free. Like, Twitter is free. YouTube is free. Yep. Back in the day, you would have to buy a billboard or, you know, yeah. <laughs> purchase yep. an ad in the newspaper or yellow pages or something. You that's know, true so. <laughs> that's true so this yeah. is it's a great tool that's for sure for sure yeah, for sure yep <laughs> so i know that you're super busy being a boss but what do you like to do in your free time oh i will actually uh i love animals so a little bit for a 
little story behind me is <laughs> I wanted to go into zoology and wildlife management, but I didn't get any financial aid, so I couldn't go to college for it. Um, thankfully, I met a wonderful husband that I have now, and he's fully committed into making my dreams a reality too. So any chance I get, I'm usually out kind of volunteering or interning at an animal wildlife reserve. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I, um, I told you we met at the same arts high school, and I like to sing. Mm-hmm. And I also practiced Taekwondo for many years, so I like to fight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Yes, and I know I've seen your your dog. You have two dogs and a cat, right? Yes, two pitbull babies and a fluffy cat that like rules the house. Yes, <laughs> yes, I've seen them. I like see. I like. I love animals too, but just really dogs and cats. Yeah, that's just it. So much responsibility. <laughs> oh my god, they are like kids. Like I have, a, I have a cat right now, and he's just like Aww. a whole child. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. So much personality. I didn't think cats would have so much personality. Yes. They, uh, <laughs> I know exactly what my cat is telling me just by his look. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. And I've seen your cat, too. Like, he's he's hilarious. Yeah, oh, my gosh. He's 80% grumpy, and then the rest is, like, loving. <laughs> but, you, but you know what I learned about cats, though? Because I've, I've been around cats and dogs my whole life. They are really about energy like other people's energy yeah. they're if they don't yeah. like your vibe or your they not it's not so much that they're mean because i know a lot of people are like oh cats are so mean but they they're about your energy and your vibe yeah so like i'm sorry your vibe didn't cut it don't take that out on the cat you know what right <laughs> exactly <laughs> that is so funny <laughs> yeah so now i also know you're into like beauty and makeup and like you test products so like what's what is your must-have like beauty item right now oh my goodness my must-have beauty item i think will forever be lipsticks i love lipstick but specifically (laughs) matte i'm obsessed with like the matte um finish okay so i think it was yes gerard cosmetics I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Instagram is Gerard Cosmetics. They make fantastic matte liquid lipsticks that I'm obsessed with, and they come in every color I could think of. Okay, I never heard. I'll have to look it up. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, you know, typical girl stuff. I'm totally into that. But I do love, I think you saw me doing uh, free samples. Mm -hmm. I get free samples from companies. Every female out there, listen to me right now. (laughs) Go look up Influencer. Influencer. They give you free full-sized beauty samples in exchange for like reviews and stuff. Uh, I thought it was fake. I thought I'd have to pay for something. I don't pay for anything. Free shipping, everything, and I get free samples. That's oh, dope. Girl, do okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all heard that? Go do it. Go look it up. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, what's in your playlist on repeat right now? Oh, my goodness. Hold on one sec. Let me check, actually. <laughs> <laughs> on repeat. Well, actually, so because of my art high school, I do have a weird taste in music. I literally listen to music in different languages mm-hmm. and, like, you know, stuff like that. Oh, let me see. Oh, of course, I have Drake. I have Lil Baby. Okay. <laughs> Nicki Minaj, Post Malone, Missy Elliott, 
Beanie Man. <laughs> okay, okay, old yeah. school. And the rest are kind of international, but yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. That's not a bad. That's not a bad list. Not a bad list. Hey. But I have. But I have to ask I you. Throw a party anytime, right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, you have a mixture. <laughs> but I have to ask you: Do you are you into Janae Iko? Yes, I am. She has a beautiful voice. Yes. Absolutely. I love her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh my gosh, what her new song, Pussy Fairy, I have to admit, I'm obsessed. I also have that. <laughs> OMG, yes. Girl, I played that song like it must be like a hundred times. Like <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Jenny, if you hear this, we love you. Got it, girl. We love you, girl. Keep going. <laughs> Let me tell you, I was just talking to my friend about Jeanette. We were talking about her new album she just dropped. And we were talking about how, like, her voice just puts you in, like, this trance. Like, you just, you're in a trance the whole time. Absolutely. Oh, so chill. Yeah. Yes. And I think, I think that's what really makes her unique. I really do. Because there's no other artist I feel. Maybe Lana Del Rey, maybe, that can kind of sing and put you in kind of that swaying mood. Mm-hmm. You know what? Does that make sense? Like yes. Swaying randomly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Girl, I know exactly what you're talking about because Janae, I'll be sitting there like, oh, wait a minute, I'm feeling kind of like I'm just feeling yeah. weird. Like I'm about to go. I'm about to go to sleep. Oh I'm about to cry. I'm about to. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I know she wants. She like makes you want to read a self help book and then like take shots and go out and party. Like, yes. <laughs> yes, girl, I love it. <laughs> Well, Erica, this was so much fun talking to you. Well, thank you. I had so much fun, too. Honestly, you're a wonderful radio host. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. So I want you to tell all the people. And first of all, let me just say this before we, before I tell you to give you information. She, you guys, if you're listening, she has an eye for talent. I don't know if you remember, like, season one. Her artist, Pedro Breeze, the rapper from New Jersey. He's amazing. Yeah. Like So she knows talent. Not only that, but just <laughs> FYI. And if Pedro is listening, that episode was one of the highest listened to episodes. Like, I still get feedback from it. So. Oh, that's wonderful. Yes. Tell him. Yes, tell him. <laughs> yes, tell him. Because I was looking. I was like, oh, people love it. Pedro, okay. Yes, he's still a client. I very much pride myself in the artists that I work with. Like I said, I do put myself behind every client that I have. So if I work with you, that means I believe in you. So, yeah, I'm very proud of him. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. <laughs> yes, so much fun. I enjoyed this. So tell the people where they can keep up with you. Oh, Instagram. My Instagram handle is syrup and honey PR. So literally syrup and honey and then just the letters P and R. I don't have a Twitter and I'm not using my Facebook, so that's the only way you can find me. <laughs> All right, y'all hit her up, follow her, look at the artists that you know she works with with her husband. They're amazing. They're amazing. Thank you so much, oh, Erica. Thank you. <laughs> and if you'd like to hit me up, you know you can find me on Instagram. I have two pages. The first one is Linnea underscore blogs underscore her underscore weight. And the other one is unpacking underscore the underscore box underscore podcast. Or you can email me directly at unpacking the box podcast at gmail.com. Dot com. Be well.